Welcome wrestling fans, friends, foes, and family, and anything else that starts with F. Welcome to the Talking Wrestling Podcast, folks. Hey, uh, great for you guys to uh, join us on Talking Wrestling uh, here on the Never Sleeps Network, the old NSN. I gotta, I gotta pimp out that network because they're producing our shows, and uh, that's what the big Ross man likes. Also, uh, remember to check us out on Twitter, Talking Wrestling at TNW Pod, as well as if you have any emails or letters that you want to send us regarding anything we talk about uh, talking wrestling at gmail uh, rate review subscribe the show on any format that you get folks and uh, welcome hey thanks for being here guys we got some great guests coming up for you today and uh, i'm excited to get the show started so uh, i'll start off with a little story and then we'll get things rolling so uh, thank you for joining in uh this is uh on this hot day in july 27th oh scorcher my god okay who am i kidding we recorded this earlier, like July 26th. So, no, we didn't. This is done really early recording. But regardless, you're listening to it now, and I appreciate that. So, uh, let me tell you, folks, the great thing about wrestling is... Uh, even if people that don't like it at one point in their life, they probably did appreciate it, even without knowing it. For example, uh, when I was in high school, I ran for student council. I was in grade 12 and uh, no grade 11. And I wanted to run for student council because it was a big popularity contest. And I thought I was popular and I, I liked the attention. I'm a middle child. Uh, that's why I do stand up because I like the spotlight on me and I like people to listen to me and I like nobody talking back. That's probably why I also have a podcast now. However, that need of wanting acceptance is a classic middle child syndrome. So I decided I wanted to run for student council. Now, the whole thing is, is to run for student council. The problem is it's all the smartest kids in the school. I was not a smartest kid in the school. I was a 50% average kid. I was the type of person who just got by, mostly by choice, just because I didn't want to do the work because I didn't really like it. But I loved the social aspect of high school. So here's the thing. We have to come up with a campaign to run for high school to win this election. And how am I gonna garner votes and everybody's throwing their ideas forward and uh while we're at my house and i'm watching wrestling i'm not even paying attention and then what i see is my least favorite wrestler come down to the ring and wrestle this match and his name was the ultimate warrior and then i said that's it I'll just be the ultimate candidate. That was my whole platform. I'm the ultimate candidate. And I was running against a girl for the, for the spot of secretary. And oddly enough, the secretary position was always a girl and never a guy. So I was actually the first guy to run for this position. Equal rights. And uh, what happened was uh, the ultimate candidate crushed his opponent. But what was great was the signs. Uh, I had these signs made up the posters and what i did was i i took a wrestling magazine and i ripped out the ultimate warrior and then i took my high school picture and i actually cut my head out of the high school picture and i actually pasted it to the ultimate warrior's head so now i have my head on the ultimate warrior's body and it actually looks like it's not even cut and pasted but it was totally cut and pasted before computers even were around well they were around but you know anyway uh, i had this great poster and then the day of the elections came and we had to give speeches and everybody was sitting in the front row that had to give the speeches and you you speak your name was announced you go up to the stage uh, a lot of people wanted to have a song to walk on to and they they give their speech well i went last and uh what i when they announced me 
everybody noticed that I wasn't sitting with all, everybody else. And they were like, where's Casey? Where's Casey? And then all of a sudden, the music hits. I used ACDC's Chase the Ace because it was the closest music that sounded to the Ultimate Warriors music. And then I came running down the aisle with my hair blowing in the wind and my arms were tied off and you can see my barely muscles. And I got on stage and then this guy walked out and he was in a trench coat and a mask and I picked him up and I pressed him over my head and then I dropped him off the stage as there was a strobe light going and everybody was cheering. And then I got to the podium and I shook the podium like the ultimate warrior and then the music faded out and then I didn't um, fast into the fact that it was going to take probably about two minutes for me to capture my breath from all of that but you only had a lot of time to do your speech so this big entrance was then and then the speech was like uh so if i'm secretary i think we should have saturday Night live day that way everybody could dress up as uh, people from saturday Night live and i'd like a jukebox in the cafeteria so vote for me that has nothing to do with the secretary or the secretary's jobs mm-hmm. but everybody was like yeah and they were all cheering and then it was a landslide like 500 to like 40 to, uh, for me but the thing is the whole school went nuts for this performance art that they saw but really it was just me ripping off wrestling and even the people that loved it didn't even if they didn't know it was from wrestling they just thought i was crazy and they enjoyed that moment but yet five over 500 people over half the school voted for me which is great because the other half didn't go out to this kind of stuff. But that's my story. And the reason why I tell that today is because uh, we have fantastic guests. One is not really a wrestling fan, uh, but I'm sure he has enjoyed wrestling in his life without even knowing it. And the other is uh, is running a campaign uh, to be in Top Comic. And uh, she's uh, she's looking for votes. And, uh, and we're going to do our damnedest to get her in the Top Comic because she is one of the best comics in Canada. Uh, my old roommate, veteran of the Winnipeg Comedy Festival that you can see on CBC, as well as the Halifax Comedy Festival. And you can also hear her on uh, Sirius XM, Canada Laughs, uh, uh, Satellite Radio. And she's here in uh, studio with me along uh, with her uh, with her tag team partner uh, Stefan Brogan who is mo- who's known to most of us all being on the show Degrassi as uh, Archie Simpson Snake uh, hello Michelle and, and uh, Stefan I almost called you Snake I'm sorry uh, welcome to the show welcome to Talk and Wrestling and thank you for being on how you guys doing Doing great. Thank you. Yeah, Hello. I feel like I should be called Snake while I'm on a wrestling podcast. It, yeah. feels, it, <laughs> would, work. it yeah. would work. There, yeah. there is a famous Jake the Snake wrestler. I know. I feel like I'd be sort of, you know, infringing on him. So I feel it's probably best that I uh, I don't go by. Stefan's Stephen. fine. Yes. <laughs> Stefan's just fine. Stefan's is just fine. fine. Yeah, it's just fine. <laughs> it is just fine. That story was good, though, because I always remember when I always felt terrible for the kids that really put a lot of intellectual effort into running for student government because yes. they would come up there with real plans oh, yeah. and ideas and they never won and they were always like crushed because it was no. it's like because it is it's a popularity contest yeah the it's cool like, kid came in yeah. with the cool gimmick <laughs> and it was all all entrance and no substance which yeah. is exactly Did every Saturday Live event. Day or a jukebox happen uh, no <laughs> exactly. no Saturday Live Day did happen okay yeah okay. And I, I remember I went as uh, Bob Schwartzky Nice. I wore a bear shirt and I put nice. on a mustache. I was nice. like, ah, bear salt day. Nice. And there were people dressed up as Toneheads. Okay. And there were Wayne and Garth. And there were Blues Brothers. Nice. It actually, it worked. And people were like, this is so much better than Woodstock Day, which was like a regular stable for spirit. Like a hippie oh, yeah. day kind of yeah, thing. Okay. Exactly. So, but. Um, Who would you have been, Michelle? 
Wayne Campbell. Wayne Campbell for Wayne sure. Wayne Campbell. Everyone knows I look like Wayne Campbell when I put my hat on. Michelle is obsessed with Wayne's World still to this day. Uh, we watch it like once, once a, a week. week. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. Wayne's it's World is fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, it is great. I love it. Uh, no, Chris Farley's in the second Wayne's World, right? He's in both Wayne's World. He's in both? He, yeah. he plays, um, in a the bouncer? first Wayne's World, he plays a bouncer at the concert out back when yeah. he tells them where uh, Frankie Sharp, head of Sharp Records, is going to be okay. driving through. Yes, that's and true. And the second one, he plays a roadie at, at Wayne Stock. Uh, that is so true. <laughs> that is so true. And it's so sad that you know that. I know you know that. <laughs> Off by heart. Which is Off ridiculous. by heart. Yeah. Yeah, that is so crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. So what are you guys up to lately? How's your summer been? It's been good. A lot of hanging out. It's been busy, though. Like, I mean, I think it's, you know, we Michelle sort of like put me in this this uh, mindset that her summers aren't busy. And, and it's the exact opposite. That, well, it's been unexpectedly busy for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's which is great. Not you know? busy stand-up lot like it just you know well you've been doing a lot of stand-up actually. It, it's been okay yeah i've been doing like a lot of stand-up more so than normal yeah more well so you normal, have a contest to work toward a contest to work at towards just for the last 42 hopefully hopefully yeah. well hopefully, i think if i, think I get you'll enough get online votes but i'm nervous like it's a popularity contest like you were saying you know it much is. like a high school election yeah, and it, it is a popularity contest, and you have to run a good campaign. I do, and it's nerve-wracking, because I don't know when the online voting starts yet. They haven't told us yet, but by the time this airs, we'll be well into the online voting state. Yeah, it's probably just going to talk com- topcomic.com or XM Satellite exactly. Radio, and uh, we don't know the justifications or the ac- the actual voting process, because this is pre-taped. But, but people do need to vote for me. I'm so. super biased, of course, but I think she is by far one of the funniest people in Canada. And, and I, Thank I'm, you. No, I agree with that totally. Yeah, Thank and I always uh, agree with that. Yeah, great. Because I think that I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that she gets votes and, and uh, get my fa- like fan base listening to her because it's it's definitely sure her comedy is like it crosses over in so many different ways I, you're just funny you're just a funny lady Aww, you are, yeah definitely a character when i used to work at a restaurant i used to go in every day and just tell the girls stories about michelle it's and, true and they were ela- and I, I would elaborate like exaggerate on a lot of them and i made her this character and all the girls are like oh my god what what's michelle up to these days like <laughs> And I was like, oh, she's, you know, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I tell my, the first thing that comes out of my mouth when I see someone I haven't seen in a while, they're like, so who's this girl, Michelle? I'm like, well, the funniest thing Michelle ever did was, and it's, it's, <laughs> they, I think they're pretty sick of me telling stories about Michelle yeah. at this point. That's crazy. I'm sorry, Michelle's sick of me telling stories about Michelle at this point. <laughs> yeah, she's used to it. She had three years of me doing it with her. So, so funny. So that is crazy. That is crazy. Now, Michelle, for like, you, Michelle, uh, as far as wrestling goes, uh, well, not only did she have to live with me for three years, so just wrestling by proxy, she was always upset that I would never bring her to, because she'd watch wrestling with me on Monday nights, right. and, but I never brought her to a live wrestling show. You, you've been and, to a live wrestling show though, right, Michelle? No, I haven't. Like I always brought someone else. He always had a girl <laughs> that he would always go with. So you've never gone? No. But this is so weird, though, because you are a wrestling fan. And it's it's like- so weird. Like, I grew up watching wrestling with my dad. That's how I got into it. Like, we used to watch wrestling. We used to play wrestling. And I was always obsessed with Sherry. I always wanted to be Sherry. Scary Sherry? Scary Sherry. Sensational Sherry. Well, that's, well, that's awesome. Just want to explain Scary Sherry to me. <laughs> Scary Sherry. Sensational Sherry. Sherry Martel is, like, one of the greatest women to ever be in wrestling. She was, like, a champion in everywhere she went. But then she became a man manager and she managed like the best talent so when the macho man she was a bad bad woman she's a bad guy a heel and so when the when the macho man turned bad 
he uh, got Scary Sherry as a manager instead of Elizabeth because Elizabeth's beautiful, but Scary Sherry is scary. But <laughs> she, now Scary Sherry was her nickname. She was Sensational Sherry. So then she would also manage the Million Dollar Man, and then she would manage Shawn Michaels. But she was legendary for being tough. Like, okay, like she used to wrestle men and beat them, and she was tough. And she was there's stories about with Shawn Michaels. Where Macho Man and Million Dollar Man were like top guys, but right. Shawn Michaels was just a tag team guy yeah. at the time on his way to being a top guy eventually. But when he was teamed up with Sherry, because she only managed top guys, putting her with him, dictated by wrestling psychology, was a really good move because now it elevates him. Right. You know, it, yeah. it puts him up to her level, where she, she where she's above him. And uh, But there were a lot of guys that didn't want to make Shawn Michaels look good or sell for him, which means, like, make him look good. So uh, she's like, if you find somebody that doesn't want to work with you properly, you just throw them outside the ring. And then they'd, he'd throw them outside the ring, and she had, like, these pointed... Mm-hmm. Uh, heel shoes on uh-huh. and she would just start kicking them in the I stomach I vaguely remember this this she is would, like, really weird she, she would kick them in the stomach and kick them in the stomach and like for real like <laughs> just and like then, Michelle yeah Aww. and it was like but she but she protected her guy like right. that's what I loved right. about it she's like if they won't work with you properly you throw them out to me I'll fucking take care of them yeah and she took care of the next thing you know they're doing everything that Sean wants them to do and everything and I love stories like that and she passed away uh, this week, way. 10 what? years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, but she's in the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame, rightfully uh, deserving so. But I grew up watching wrestling with my dad, and then when I moved, like, I got older and, like, kind of, like, it fell out of my life. And then when I moved in with Casey, there was kind of no choice but to have it in my life. And then I, like, got back into it. Um, and he would go to live matches and he would never take me because there was a girl that he would take to every single one. <laughs> and he was like, you can't go. Like, she goes with me all the time and I would get be so mad. But we watched it every Monday night together. And it was pretty funny. But then eventually the tables would turn because I would get jealous because... Because the- he got... So him and I started to watch old tapes and it filled in the years that I missed. Yeah. So the years that I missed that I wasn't watching, he started to show me like all these old matches like throughout those years, like in like the 90s and the early 2000s, the years that I missed. And I became like really into like certain wrestlers through those years. And then, yeah, he got jealous because I got to like meet some of those wrestlers and became fans of those wrestlers. And then that's how no, and, the tables and, 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 then, and then friends with those right? wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, Michelle freaked me out a little bit with like her knowledge of wrestling in the first place, and and I've had, I sort of had to uh, uh, adapt to that. Yeah, and then also that she knows some pretty high profile profile people, and I was like, I'm just a a little shocked about how you're really sort of in a strange way in the wrestling community. Kind of. Well, I mean, not in the wrestling. You well, know she, I mean? she, oh, she, like Mick Foley loves her. I love Mick Foley and so she much. She loves Mick Foley, and yeah. they and Mick Foley asks her to open for. I her. opened for him three times, and he's he's so great and he's so kind. And I brought Casey the, to to one of them, and Casey yeah. met him, and Casey's like, "This is like just, you only know him because of me." I just love. I, I just I just I just love it because that's because, when the tables turn. Because well, I'm yeah. such a like. I don't fanboy over like I've met the most successful comedians. Yeah. I've met the most yeah. successful rock yeah. stars. It's wrestlers that make me fanboy. But it's like superheroes. But Mick is so kind and so sweet, and he's so funny. Like a lot of wrestlers are doing stand up now, which is weird. It's like a weird crossover. But not all of them have, are pulling it off. And yeah. Mick is like he's actually really funny. Yeah. You know, and he has such a respect for the art. Like it's not like he's just doing it for a cash grab. Like he's very respectful. 
of comedy. Well, I think he realizes that there's a parallel line between, because mm-hmm. basically comedy mm-hmm. is storytelling and that's what wrestling is yeah, as well. Yeah, but he's very respectful of the art and he's not just trying to make a buck and trying to, you know, like he has a love for it and a respect for it and he knows how hard it is and, you know, he has put the work in and put the time in and he's he's great. Well, I mentioned this on an earlier podcast with Jason Sensation, but the first time I uh, met Mick Foley, um, was it Just for Laughs? Mm-hmm. I was there, and Mick Foley was there at Just for Laughs as well, and in Montreal, the world's largest comedy fest. And uh, you're out all night at this festival. There's no very hardly any sleep. So I'm coming in like 3 to 4 in the morning into the hotel, and there's uh, Jason Sensation and Mick Foley and another uh, huge giant of a man um, with them. And they're just hanging out at the elevator so they can meet comics coming in from the night of boozing. Mm, yeah. And uh, I remember Jeremy Hotz came in and he wanted no, po- like, he maybe he doesn't know wrestling, but to see Mick Foley with his hair all over the place and his mangled up ear and then some other giant mongoloid and then Jason Sensation <laughs> who looks also, he's they're like, can we get a picture? And he's like, uh-huh. he was all, and I was like, I'm like, Jeremy, it's okay. They're professional wrestlers. They're, mm-hmm. he's part of the festival. That's and so Jeremy great. was like, yeah, no, no. And he just like painted the elevator and wanted to go in. But then somebody like JB Smooth comes in. Right. And he's like, Mick fucking Foley. Yeah. You know, and all he marks out. And then like, it's so cool. It's I so it's, cool. I, I, what I, from my small experience with wrestlers, I'm, I'm just surprised how shy they are. And they, but the, the ones that, like behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, when they are, when they're sort of in the world, they kind of like, like when I met, I met Mick very briefly and mm-hmm. he, you know, he like, he knows Michelle on a, on a level that's like, they're, they're big hugs and, 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 and they talk. But for the rest of the, like the time that I saw, I've, I've seen him, he was really sort of keeps to himself. He's fairly quiet. Yeah. You know, and I thought, I, I appreciate that though. Also though, it's like, you know, he turns on the performance, he turns off the performance, like a lot of us do. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, I, I was just sort of, I was taken aback by a lot of these wrestlers who, you know, I think we saw Sting a little while mm-hmm. ago. And Sit- I was too shy to say hi. Yeah. Because we, Stefan has been doing Comic Cons, which I think we'll talk about yeah, soon. Yeah. And we'll talk about it now. We, a lot of wrestlers are doing them. And I texted Casey and I was like, oh my God, I just shared it. I was in the elevator alone with Ryback. But he just, you could tell he was tired. He just finished his long day at Comic Con signing autographs, talking to people. So I'm very conscious of that. Like, I don't want. It's got to be exhausting. Exactly. So they, I don't want to like fan over these people after they've just had like thousands of fans. What I didn't realize about Comic Con was how big the wrestling aspect yeah. of it was. So I didn't say anything to him. Like I didn't. They are, he they just have finished the li- his work day. They have the craziest lineups. So They're, I texted Casey. I'm like, I just showed an elevator with my yeah. back, and I'm, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to be like, eh, I'm such a fan. So I just tweeted at him. I'm like, I just shared an elevator with Ryback with this too. Should I to say hi? So I'm just like, hi. And then he followed me on Twitter, and I was like, oh my god. So now we follow each other. He's huge. Uh, he's huge. Yes. He's huge. He's, he's like he, his his uh, theme is feed me, me more. Yeah. He stole it from. Seymour Seymour feed me so he laughed because that's what I always say to Stefan like in the house I'm always like feed me <laughs> Stefan <laughs> he's hungry but anyways, I thought it was uh, you know Little Shop of Horrors yeah, it turns yeah. out it's a wrestling yeah. thing it's right like, back feed me you think it's Little Shop of Horrors and she's talking wrestling yeah. Yeah. oh totally I'm realizing a lot of things that Michelle talks about are uh, involves wrestling it's feed me Seymour yeah. not uh, feed me more I tweeted that and then Casey tweeted he's like hey everyone one, if you were in an elevator with Ryback, what would you say to him? And we did get like <laughs> that. Me. Yeah. And I was just like, feed me. But yeah, so he followed me and that made me so happy. 
I'm like, oh. oh, but I wish I had a set time, but I didn't want to bother him. You could yeah, tell he was tired. Like, He's in his hotel. But then I was like texting Casey. I'm like, stinks at the next table. I don't oh. think they'll mind if Michelle Shaughnessy says, I think you're great. It's, you know, if I you know, have a, an attractive, funny girl him. that's like, that's yeah, it, yeah. yeah, because wrestler Mick Foley always says there's no, there's not a lot of attractive girl wrestling fans. Right, right, right. Like, which is, but there's more and more female wrestling fans every day. So women, yeah. I know you're attractive. You're all beautiful because you are wrestling fans. You are beautiful. And no matter what, even it. if you're called scary, <laughs> yeah. you are beautiful. But Sting was there, and he was like, he didn't talk. At all in the green room, so I didn't Which want to bother I love him. Because, well, no, yeah. I, you know, honestly, I could. It was strange because I could sort of see, like, he was signing autographs. I think he had to sign a bunch by himself for a li- like at a table, and he was just trying to get it out of the way and get some work done. He had like over six hundred people prepay for his photo op, but also him. it's crazy. He, yeah, he, sitting watching him sit there, and he had some full, you know, full gear, full makeup. And I'm just going. You could see the man behind the makeup. It was kind of cool because you could see like that was the. There's a businessman. Mm-hmm. There's an artist behind there that's yeah. doing get like doing his shit, and he's excited. He's He's, he's not excited about doing it, but you know, you know when he walks on the floor, he gets in sting mode. It was me, just Gene's like eating his breakfast with us. Yeah, we sat and had uh, <laughs> in the green room. I was, uh, that was actually that's that's old school for me to so sit there with me and Gene was kind of neat. He's so nice. Yeah. He's so sweet. What did me and Gene talk about? Did he talk about anything? Or we're just talking about breakfast. We're just talking about what the breakfast was and stuff. Like he was just really sweet. Yeah. Like he actually talked and like he was just really nice. That's cool. Yeah, it was really sweet. And then the first Comic-Con you did, you were beside Bret Hart. I wasn't there that day and I was so upset, but I guess Bret Hart had like the most insane lineup for autographs. Yeah, I was sitting beside him. I was all, like, at first I'm like, who is this guy? And then I look at him like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's the Hart family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, I, was that there makes the, I came the next day and then I was like, bye seven. And I just sat, because Mick Foley was like, do you want to sit next to me while I do like my autograph thing? And I'm like, yes. Because I had like the path that allowed me to like be with the artist. So, because yeah. people were like, who's that? No, I just, that's I just sat with Mick Foley like the whole time and that his Toronto daughter, who's nuts. also so nice. Yeah, she was super nice. She's really nice. But the Comic-Con was so weird though because Michelle showed up and I'm sitting beside Bret Hart and I don't know these wrestlers that well but I, I seem to know them a lot better now and Michelle was kind of like this is amazing this is kind of cool you go say hi to Mick and stuff yeah. and I'm signing an autograph and the guy that I'm signing an autograph for looks up and goes are you Michelle Shaughnessy and she's like yes and I was just so happy that like you were getting some fans there yeah, it was he was good. Like, I saw you at Yoke's Auto with Mick Foley you're really funny I'm a really big fan <laughs> like, yeah. but it was like as soon as I walked in it was like the first time I was meeting the Degrassi cat and yeah. I'm like oh I feel famous I feel famous I know yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah she told me she paid someone to come no, here. No, that's not true. I would have fallen for it completely. I would no, like, of course she did. Uh, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's totally, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Like, one time she did, um, she was working with Mick. Because that's a great thing. It's like, so like, just for laughs, you know, when I got to meet Mick, I had an artist patch on and stuff like that. It's always great to meet them as an artist. Sure. Yeah. And then when Michelle's open for him, I'm like, oh, I get to go with Michelle and I get backstage. And Trish so Stratus then, showed up that and day. And then Trish Stratus showed yeah. up. She was like a surprise guest spot. Yeah. She, and the Jason Sensation was also there. So Jason Sensation. I love it, Jason Sensation. Yeah. And he, he is great. He's We've so already nice. had him on. Yes. We're going to have him back on. Yeah. I have an nice message just back and forth every now and then. Like, yeah, he's such he's, a nice guy. He's good. He's, ex- he's excited about this show, which excites me. And, That's great. Uh, because he's like, the best voice impersonator for wrestlers <laughs> and he's just he's really cool and he's got great stories too yeah yeah it, it's insane but i like getting to meet when i go with michelle and she's working with mick then i saw like oh do you remember again i mentioned a few things i don't know if he remembers he's taking a lot of chairs to the head i don't want to even right. you know but the fact is is i get to meet him as not as a fan as just a, a person who is a fan you know which which is a little less crazier than the regular fan well, that's what, like that's that's the thing about comic-con also is that one of the reasons i was convinced by 
Pat, who plays Joey Jeremiah on Degrassi, was the, the reason I was convinced to do it was he's like, you get to hang out with these guys. There's a lot of celebrities there from all, like from sci-fi, but from like just regular yeah. movies. And then there's wrestlers. And I'm like, they don't want to bother with us. They don't want to like, you know. And a lot of these guys, though, just some want, of them don't. Some of them, some of them really don't. Can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. You got Shatner. I got, I got, you William, got Shatner. I got William Shatner. <laughs> so I, I, I went. It was like the second Comic Con I ever did, and it was in Regina. It was just a little while ago. And everyone there was so cool, you know, and I actually knew a couple of the people doing their thing, you know, and, and, uh, I, like, I went up to the, some guys from The Walking Dead and I was just like such a dick where I just walked up and I was like, God, hey, you guys are from Vikings, right? And they're like, <laughs> no, no, we're not. And I was like, uh, what? And he was like, we're from The Walking Dead. And I was like, well, I'm a bit of a nasty. The guys were like, no, we wish we were on Vikings. That's awesome, man. That show's wicked. So, but, so, and then we hung out with them. Like, was, they, there were some really nice guys. But, so the first acting gig I ever did when I was like 10 years old was with this, with, with William Shatner. I had no lines. I was basically a glorified extra in a lot of ways. But, like, I became, I'm sort of like this evil kid. My brother was in this, this thing as well. It was for uh, HBO. It was called Ray Bradbury Theater. Yeah. And every episode was sort of like the Twilight Zone. So, like, yeah, it was like an Alfred Hitchcock exactly. presents. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly it. And so in this one, Shatner stars this guy who's like dealing with the demons from his childhood and so my mom was like such like a star fucker i guess if they could say that <laughs> where she would bring him the newspaper every day and, oh yeah and she's like you tell if shatner's there and in, in, in that i was the one that brought the, his paper every day i mean mom, he's, she's not gonna he's not gonna remember that so i've already decided i'm not talking to william shatner while i'm there because he's got a reputation he's yeah. got, he's like a lot of like the wrestlers are really nice and and but shatner's got a bit of a reputation as being a you know bit like cold yeah. To the fans as well. You know, we've all seen the Saturday Night Live uh, yeah. skit. You're yeah. all a bunch of geeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I. And what the, year is this? What, I was like 10 years old. But and he. So what is this? 83? I would say maybe like 84. It was right before. I just, I did, so he looks like TJ Hooker at this he's point. He's full on TJ Hooker. Awesome. And he's. Uh, so this is probably like a year or two, maybe three years before I did Degrassi. Okay. And uh, so I'm in the green room in, in Regina and I pass by him. I'm with Pat, George Jeremiah. And we're passing by. And I'm like, oh, I can't control myself i have to do this and i go mr shatner and he turns around and he's like i i just like i look at him for a second sort of don't know what to say I, said, I when i was 10 years old my first acting job was um in a, a uh hbo special called ray Bradbury's theater and the episode was called the playground and he looked at me straight in the eyes and he turned and he walked away and i couldn't believe it and pat started laughing his ass off and he goes you just got shattered and i was like <laughs> i did i got shattered and i sort of like sort of appreciated it in a weird way it's like i got exactly what i was told i was going to get and it was uh he did not disappoint yeah yeah i bet you if you told that story to george takei he'd be like shatner is a total asshole <laughs> he's like what did you expect it's shatner yeah, yeah i fucking hate william <laughs> shatner <laughs> but honestly like most of the people of these things are really super nice and the funny thing is is that i feel like there's a real sort of degrassi wrestler crossover like we get a lot of like when there's wrestlers there's also a comedian wrestler crossover oh totally yeah absolutely yeah yeah so it's like exactly what that- but there is definitely a degrassi Wrestler. I wonder if there's a Degrassi comedian crossover. Well, there is a well, there, well, there, well, like, well if, if you want to talk Degrassi to wrestling crossovers, like I mentioned the other, when, yeah, the other day, learning the ropes. Learning the ropes is the biggest Degrassi crossover. <laughs> Poaching yeah. Stephanie K right from Degrassi. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know the story, the I think we did it one season, or was it? I'm not sure if she did two. 
Maybe she did two. No, we did one season, twenty six episodes. Only one season. And you guys went another four years. But wait, I'm not sure. I I can't remember if she did two two seasons of Degrassi. I think she only did one season. Stephanie K was only probably in the first season. Only only in the first season of Junior. I think so. Yeah, and she. Yeah, and she left to do the show. Because she learning. never made it to high school. And no, so she never second, made it to high school. And the second season, Arthur was like, yeah, my, my dad won a lottery. <laughs> yeah. And he took Stephanie. Yeah. And that what happened? Yeah, and well, that's, what, like, that's what was written. Because Jick was like, where'd you get that new leather jacket, Arthur? And then he was like, oh, and then and he's like, where are you getting all these? Like, Arthur had all these things. And Yick was like, where are you getting all this stuff? And he's like, oh, my dad won a lottery. Yeah. Oh, my dad won a lottery and took Stephanie away. Took Stephanie away. Was it, what kind of, what kind of, like, he leaves weird, this fat weird, kid. Yeah. Leaves the fat and he kid. Takes the, the, takes the yeah. good looking one. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. But then, so she went on to learning the ropes, which was a kid. I didn't even notice at the time because it was on NBC. Was it on NBC? It was on NBC Saturday mornings. At uh, 11.30 p.m. following yeah. Small Wonder. I used Wonder. to watch that where the dad wore the mask. The dad wore the so mask. So he didn't know. The kids didn't know that he was the wrestler. Yeah. So he's basically the, yeah. the uh, what's her name? The Miley Cyrus show. What is that? Hannah Montana. M- uh, Miley Cyrus Hannah Montana, stole yeah. the, the premise for learning the ropes. <laughs> well, so what happened was he, he was a high school teacher by day. Yes, and you're then, right. And then and the then wrestler night, by night. He right. put on a mask. And he was a and wrestler. He, and he wrestled. But he wasn't a good wrestler. He was the wrestler that gets beat up by the good you wrestler. You know, when right. you, the way you, that is an amazing show. When you put should it that we way, remake it? that show should be remade. Like when you say it like could that, be a lot you could better. do it. Wait, no, but you could do it in a way that's not a sitcom. Also, like a guy that has like a, he has a responsible job. You know, as a teacher, like the principal of Degrassi. Yeah, because I'm built like a wrestler. <laughs> but, and then at night, though, has such a crazy alter ego in the wrestling world. That's a great. Now I mean, wait a I minute. Know. You're the principal of the school of Degrassi, yeah. and you're all of a sudden your your teacher's showing up with black eyes, left, right, and center from wrestling every night. That's that's how are you going to deal? How how is how is Snake? The principal gonna deal with Jake the Snake, the wrestler teacher. You know what? First of all, I think they'd be best friends <laughs> because you know, and I think Jake would probably talk to a lot, you know, talk a lot about like the morals of you know what it takes to grow up and stay strong. Yeah, take your vitamins. Or if is he's that- a good wrestler, <laughs> then he's like, if he's, you know, chances are, if he's a good teacher, he's a good guy wrestler. I think that what he learns from wrestling, he brings back to school, and it makes him more considerate to the the kids. Yeah, and um, to his family. And to his friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be... But it make- is a kind of a wicked premise, though. I kind of love it. Like, it's... it's. I thought of it... Like, I mean, honestly, when I saw this show, first of all, I think we were really... I was a little jealous that she like, landed this show. Like, because it was like an American... Yeah, it was going to be It big- was to be released in syndication. Yeah. It was going to be a so big sad. show. So, yeah. But, like, they did 26 episodes. Yeah. So, I don't... I only remember maybe five episodes, but I, they did 26. I'd love to get that box set. It's probably the Canadian Film Board. It's got to be... Well, you, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Oh yeah, you can find a couple episodes on YouTube. Yeah. Plus the the wrestlers they had, I'm just gonna uh, uh, I Wikipedia it, and the wrestlers they had. First of all, the guy Lyle Azedo, the football player, he never actually wrestled. Uh, he had a double, and his double was oh, so he never actually did a move. No, he never did a move. His double was Doctor Death Steve Williams, who I met at WCW Mayhem, and I known that he was the mass maniac from learning the ropes. I would have asked him questions about it, but I didn't. And he's also dead now. Oh, no. Uh, a lot of wrestlers are dead. It's very sad. But, it is very um, sad. But, they, I mean, a lot of wrestlers probably died with, you know, of old age as well, though, right? Yes, yes. The ones that don't die of steroids right. and, and, and concussion syndromes and, oh, and, and uh, hard living, we'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Now, now the wrestlers that that were on, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty wicked. Here's a uh, oh, oh so did they have uh, they had other professional wrestlers on the show. That's what was awesome about the show. Real wrestlers were on the show all the time. So here's a list of the wrestlers that were on: Sting, Lex Luger, Ric Flair, The Road Warriors, Ron Simmons, Dick Murdoch, Steve Williams, Barry Windham, many many more. Like. This was so I didn't realize it was such a like it was a so they were totally connected to wrestling. We should find the show online. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay. Look at like and there is it in Wikipedia. It did say DVD release. So I am going to track this down because I have to own this. Yeah, that's pretty. uh, I'm surprised you don't. I'm surprised I don't either. But when I went went and watched the YouTube episode, the main character, the son, who I thought was like Scott Bloom, Uh who that's what he looked like from Teen Beat. Yeah. But uh, no, it's uh, it's Yannick Bisson. Is that how you pronounce That's his last how you name? His name yeah. From Murdoch Mysteries, which is a huge show up here in Canada. And he's a lovely guy, and he's well, he's gorgeous. He's so beautiful. Two Canadians. The, the, the yeah, whole cast was Canadian. They shot, for, they, they, they shot oh. it in Toronto. No, they shot it in Toronto. I wonder if there's fans out there just going, "Thank God, someone's finally talking about learning the ropes." <laughs> I've been waiting for this, <laughs> waiting for this podcast for years. <laughs> This is going to spin off our Learning the Ropes podcast. Can you get me Stephanie's number? Uh, are you still in touch with Stephanie K? No, she's too rich for my blood. I can't talk to her now. She's got security. <laughs> Does she have security? I haven't talked to, Mich- or to Michelle. I haven't talked to Michelle in a while. Hi, Michelle. You're so bad with names. I'm really bad with names. Did you oh. tell him what he did? He introduced me to Kevin Smith as the wrong name. So, so I do this all the time. He introduced what, he me to Kevin Smith. No, he's no, Stacy. Stacy. Who's the girl like, who plays Caitlin? Yeah. He introduced me to Kevin Smith as the wrong name. He's like, this is my girlfriend, Stacy. And I went, no, I'm not. I just finished doing like <laughs> five. I knew that. I had to do like then, five things with Stacy yeah. like two minutes earlier. It was really funny, actually. Yeah. And so as I was introducing Michelle, I'm like, <laughs> she's standing right beside me. Go, this is my girlfriend, Stacy. She's like, no, I'm not. And Kevin Smith started laughing so hard. He's like, you just, you are so in the doghouse now forever. Yeah. yeah. And then he starts in the parking lot and he goes, bye, Stacy. <laughs> and he goes long car ride home yeah. long car ride home but you're oh, like yeah. Stacy from Wayne's World yeah. that's what he meant yeah. <laughs> hi Stacy hi. hi hi Wayne hi Kevin hi <laughs> but I was like I'm finally gonna get to meet Kevin Smith and he doesn't even know my goddamn name he will never forget you now though you have to yeah, know that yeah but he doesn't even know my name you're Stacy that's the worst. Hi, Stacy. The worst. Hi. He's going to be telling people to vote for Stacy as top comment. <laughs> vote for Stacy. <laughs> I destroyed the contest for you because that one moment. Guys, you got to vote for Stacy. This is Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Please vote for Stacy. Kevin Smith wants you to vote for Stacy. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Jason Mewes also wants you to vote for Stacy. Yeah, exactly. Please, please. And please, please. But, uh, did you ask him any Brenda Walsh questions? No, I'm I so surprised. Have, uh, I didn't I'm get a so chance. surprised that you weren't wearing your Brenda shirt. Oh my god, I should have worn my Brenda Walsh shirt to Comic Con. Wait because a sec. Jason were you Lent- a big 90210 fan? We, are you joking? We are huge. Are you joking? Fans. Dude, there was a Mall Rats reunion at that Comic Con. Why was I not wearing my Brenda Walsh shirt? I know. That's I have a what shirt. I was- with a face of Brenda Walsh from here to here on it. Are you serious? He Where? bought it for me. Yeah. He bought it for me. That's amazing. Like, I okay, when I first moved in with him, we watched all the 90210s on, uh, were they on Netflix or did we just use? We just went through the season for season. Yeah, we yeah. went season like, for season yeah. for all the 90210s. How, how, many, how many seasons of, of 90210 are there? 10? There's 10 seasons? 10 Maybe or 11. 11 seasons, I yeah. think. That's wild. Yeah. 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 We did. It was the best. It was the best. Yeah, it was crazy that we watched that. I totally and, should have worn my Brenda Walsh shirt. Like, talk about stealing ideas. Like, 90210, talking about poaching stars. Well, I th- 90210 took one of your cast members 
and made oh, her on the, on the new on 920. The new yeah. And then they just took the whole plot from Degrassi. Degrassi. Like the yeah. next generation was like, oh yeah, it's Silver. She's the baby from this yeah. character. Yeah. And, and like it, everything yeah, was stole. Really and then they even stole they one of your it, cast members. They like, did it twice. They did. So yeah, because back in the original show, I think 90210 came out a year or two later. I think, and I see, I don't know how much of this is because my I'm getting older. Where, well, how much is actually true and how much is just sort of fantasy in our heads as far as the cast of Degrassi is concerned where Aaron Spelling was really interested in buying the rights to Degrassi. He had to be because he took so many ideas from it. Well, I think he wanted to even like, I think he wanted to call it Degrassi. Yeah. But it was going to be... He wanted to get rid of the entire cast except for Joey Jeremiah, I think. I think that was the only person he wanted to keep. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, uh, this is according to Pat. So, <laughs> so I think that's the story. But I think that... So they just couldn't agree on it. And I think also Linda Schuyler, who just created the show, has a hit on her hand. She's like, I'm not going to sell the rights to the show. I mean, what is it? And then he's like, well, it would be in Beverly Hills. I think that's what the conversation they had. Yeah. She's like, that's not Degrassi, though. These are like kids that like are from sort of, you know, some are a little wealthy, some are from rough neighborhoods, you know. And I guess they, in the end, it's just like he's like, he probably just went, why the hell am I just not doing Beverly Hills version of, yeah. of, of Degrassi. This, of Degrassi. Yeah. But I mean, and I'm sure and. Obviously, 90210 has its own merits that are awesome, you know, but there's definitely crossover as far as oh, the stories that well, were concerned. Well, they aired at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys were, you guys were like Monday or Tuesday nights, I think. Tuesday nights, I feel like. And they were Wednesday nights. See, there was no, there were no like Dawson's Creeks. The only thing that like I remember as a kid having a role model was Gary Coleman from <laughs> Different Strokes was my role model as far as kids were concerned. So, uh, you know, child performers. Yeah. If there was a show on TV that it was about a kid, dad or mom came in and saved the day. You know, that was always the way television was. I think up until Degrassi where the kids screwed up they don't go to their parents because they know they're going to get in trouble next thing you know you're pregnant and you're on ass and you're jumping off a bridge yeah. 90210 did the same then you get the Dawson's Creeks and everything like that oh yeah yeah it yeah. goes full circle we were the show that just had no makeup or or you know well, wardrobe I, like, I, I remember that like the big thing was like and we used to always say you know I was like oh my god Brenda had sex at, at her prom and I was like yeah Spike got knocked up at a house party <laughs> yeah. in grade 7 <laughs> Like, whatever, yeah. let alone, your, your little fiction world, because we're up here in Canada yeah. with reality. Let alone that, you know, Amanda Steptoe, who played Spike, was only like 14 years old at the time. So when you see a 14-year-old saying those words, and she hasn't even had sex in real life no. yet, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, that must have been so weird for her to like have to deal with that when she's like so young. Well, she also, because listen, it was back then, it was, you know, it was all snail mail. There was no, there was no internet. No. And so she would receive clothes in the mail for her baby. Oh my for god! For her fictional baby See, and people, teddy bears, and like people just took it really personally and seriously. And people think it's real, like yeah, wrestling, like wrestling. And yeah. then they, all those fans, come to our shows and ask for autographs. It's really, it's, it's, it's really. I've the guy, the amount of guys that come up with wrestling belts to get a Degrassi autograph freaks me out sometimes. So I'm like, am I supposed to sign the? What, like, will you wear the belt? I'm like, yeah, I think that's a little. And he's like, no, just put it on your shoulder. I'm like, I'm trying to put the yeah, belt yeah, on around the belt like, on. Remember the guy who had like three belts? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like it, yeah, it was weird. I don't buy wrestling belts because I, I'm old fashioned. Only one guy buys wrestling belts, and that's the million dollar man. He bought the million dollar belt. He made his own belt because he couldn't win. He it tried. Did he really? Well, he yeah. So what happened? So he was, must have got chastised for that. Well, no, he's a million dollar man. Uh, oh. So what the million dollar man did was he came in and he hired Andre to win him the title. And Andre the Giant beat Hulk Hogan. And then Andre the Giant said, Oh, I forfeit this title. And he gave the title to the Million Dollar Man. And the Million Dollar Man was a champion for like 
a maybe minute. four days yeah. before they reversed the decision and made the title vacant. But then the Million Dollar Man could never get the world title, so he's like, fuck it. So I'm you, just well, going to make my own belt. Here's a question for you. How much wrestling storylines have cro- have gone full circle now where you're just saying, that was done with Hulk. That was done with... with, with- oh, where we recycled wrestling storylines yeah. in today's wrestling? Yeah. Like oh, it see- happens every now and again where you see like... You're like that something. is exactly the exact same premise of so-and-so fighting so-and-so for like two years. Yeah, for example, even 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 recently, for example, uh, Brock Lesnar, who is the, the champion in wrestling right now. He's, he's, also he's Michelle's UFC. favorite. He's from the <laughs> UFC as well. He's a beast and uh, he comes in and there's this guy, Samoa John Joe. John Cena's my favorite right She now. loves John Cena. Who's uh, oh I know who John Cena is. He's I, I, the what the oh, I, actually Mick Foley's my favorite, but the current wrestler that's so wrestling is, is John Cena. Mm-hmm. Michelle freaks me out because she's always like when we were at the, when we were at Comic Cons, you know, it's great because she gets to go do a, like a comedy show while I'm doing the Comic Cons, depending on where we're at. But she sees the wrestlers and she's like, he is so big. And I'm like, I'm tall too. <laughs> <laughs> he's he. Do you see his shoulders? I mean, yeah, he's twice my my width. I was trying to find in my phone the the correspondence from michelle the day of comic-con and oh i think i do have it okay okay we're getting to it because this is great like what what she's typing me and what i'm typing okay here it is okay i found it okay this is this is when she saw sting okay so this is the this is the the trend this is the trans did you send your picture oh yeah yeah it was great so here's what happens it's like i'm sitting next to sting He's in the green room, LOL. He hasn't spoke, LOL. And I was like, he didn't speak in WCW for like three years. <laughs> because that was his character thing. He right, came back as right. the pro, and he was not happy. Yeah. So he didn't speak. He just stayed in the rafters while observing everything. So did he have, he had like rainbow colors or something like before, and then became Sting, like he became after the crow, and he's the yeah. crow. Yeah, you were telling me about yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, she's like... Ah, I'm too scared to say anything. I say, just say hi. He's Christian. He's got to be nice. It's Sunday. <laughs> She's like, he's wearing makeup. I was like, no, I said, is he wearing makeup? She's like, yes. I'm like, full makeup. Full makeup. <laughs> did you guys send him a picture? I yeah. did. Yeah, and then she sends me the picture. I was like, ask it's him. It's a secret picture. Yeah. I was like, ask him, ask him how long it takes to put the makeup on. <laughs> and then I say, then ask him if you ever wish he could just buy a sting mask. <laughs> It'd be like, imagine that. He's like, how long does it take to make that makeup? It takes me like a full hour and a half to put on <laughs> yeah. this makeup before I come here. You ever think you're just buying him, a sting mask? I saw him leaving <laughs> yeah. on the way out with no makeup on. Like there oh, were, you did? I, he was getting into his car. Like I yeah. saw him leaving after. What was he driving? No, they had Cor- a Corvette. driver get him. Oh, okay. They had a driver get him and he had no makeup on. And I was going to say, I love you, Sting, but I didn't want to. Like, I was nervous. Michelle is so funny because she does geek out pretty badly. With so the wrestlers, though. I didn't with the. Well, no, no, and then no. With Victor I'm Newman. sorry, Michelle. Victor I've Newman. never seen you geek out as much as you did with Victor Newman. That was hilarious. And yeah, that's the next thing right on here. Yeah. It's Victor Newman. He yeah. just came in. I was like, well, thank him for saving Nikki from stripping, which is like a storyline from the 80s in wrestlers because my mom used to watch. Right. So that's all wrestling. But I know, but she, opera, she, really. one minute she's freaking out about Victor Newman. Next, it's all about, it's about Barbara Eden for a minute. And then it all became, it's about Barbara wrestlers. Eden looks so good. She looks so good. Well, yeah, she spends most of her time in a bottle. She was wearing high heels. <laughs> she's just bottled. She's bottled. Yeah. She's saved. She's but she, like, had her, she, she was looking like, I couldn't believe she was an 80-year-old woman. You know how many amazing sailboats look amazing when they're in a bottle? True They enough. never age. Yeah, that's what... That's, Schooner or later, you're going to... No, oh, I don't no. know. That's a horrible Schooner pun. and later. <laughs> Schooner or later. Oh, my God. 
I do have this picture of Sting that I am going to put on the Instagram for the, uh, or I'll put it on the Twitter. Am I going to get in trouble for taking a secret picture? Yes, you are. Am a I? Secret you're, picture, you're secret never Christy posted her. Yes. You're never getting to go to another. Oh, did she really? Yeah. Christy played Tessa Campanelli on Degrassi. And, and she posted her secret picture of Sting oh, like, on Instagram. Pic- does, does she go like to Sting? Go to her Instagram. It's I, think her ki- I think her family like Here, her let kids. let me find like, it on her Instagram. Yeah, her kids really like Sting. I think she she must be happy. Like, she knows wrestling. Yeah. Like, it's funny how the girls like know wrestling way more than, I, than me. Okay, let me find it on her Instagram. Well, I think if you have kids, chances are your kids. Like yeah. kids, so many kids watch wrestling. See, you know how Michelle's talking about how, like, with her dad, like they used to do, like you know, they used to wrestle together, they used to watch together. My dad did the exact opposite. I was watching wrestling when I was a little kid. Yeah, she just posted and said, "I wish I knew about wrestling." Oh, <laughs> Sting! It's a great picture, Sting. He's I know. just like he's it so looks like, like he's in court. Yeah, no, yeah. he's just sitting there like this. I know, but with he those honestly, walls, like, they kind of look like court. And tell me, I can leave. Yeah, that's what he's waiting for. But Ugh. my dad, though, he came down. He said, "What are you watching?" And I said, "I said it's uh, it's wrestling. It's a sport." He's like, "That's not a sport." And he broke my heart. And I never watched wrestling again. See, like, I that's always a thing. that's but, the number one pet peeve I have with people that don't like wrestling is yeah. they're always the first people to say it's fake. But see, I think because my dad's from Sweden, it was such I like uh to grasp the idea of it being performance yeah. was so far out the window. And also, I think this was still around the time when they were declaring it real. Yeah. And so my dad wanted me to, like, it was, he was upset that I thought it was real. Same with Doctor Who. I thought Doctor Who was real as well. And Doctor uh, Who is real. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin the facade. <laughs> but, but it kind of killed, because I was really into Roddy Piper. Like, and, yeah. You know, and even, like, you know, They Live is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And, no, no. That is fantastic. That is, yeah. The lines, and then the lines that he used in that movie, he wrote all those lines. Like, he kick ass them. and chew bubblegum. That's and Roddy bubble Piper's gum. line. Oh my God. That is like one of the best lines. That movie's. John Carpenter did not write that. Roddy I, Piper wrote that. I believe that. I yes. believe that. It's so out of left field, and you're just like. He's going to kill the, everybody. Yeah. He's just going to kill. I love that movie I so much. I just wanted to put these glasses on. <laughs> that, I'm here to chew bubblegum. I wonder. And I kick ass. Do you know if he had anything to do with actually choreographing the fight scene between him and Keith David? Like, I, 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 I have always wondered. I've always wondered that because it is the longest sight It's amazing. Scene, it goes on forever. Great. Yeah. Put these glasses on. No. 20 minutes of fighting. Put these glasses on. No. He's like, just put the damn glasses on. You know what's so funny is that like Michelle's threshold for for violence in movies is zero. And so I don't know if I can make her watch this. But she loves wrestling, and though. And boxing. She loves wrestling and boxing, though. So it's they like she, love. They live is just lazy. And then we were watching machine. It. And he's like, how can you take like kids getting killed? And yeah. Stuff? And okay, I was she's like, like this, it's, she's because like, oh, of kids. It's either, yeah, totally. It's either, it's either like wrestling or she goes, there's this great documentary about kids who kill. I'm like, I don't want to watch it because Doctor Who Kids Who Kill. She's like, it's going to be great. And his role model is Gary Coleman. He does not want to watch Kids to Kill. I love violent movies, though. That's the whole thing. And so I can't watch a lot of things with Michelle. But then she turns around and she's like, knows wrestling off by heart, which means that she is can take the violence in wrestling. Okay, because those people know what they're signing up for. It's the same with like, you remember you're like, how, how can you watch mafia stuff and they get killed? Because I'm like, those people know what they're in for. Oh yeah, they chose the life. It's the same way with wrestling and boxing and stuff like that. But when it's like people just getting like hurt and violence i'm like they didn't that's so sad like it makes me feel upset i'm not watching a lot of movies where it's just snuff films yeah no, like, but they it's didn't still- deserve that that was a snuff film no you know what i mean just watch a lot of movies a lot of pimps beating up yeah, pimps and hoes, <laughs> pimps and yeah. hoes. Yeah. yeah 
but yeah, I was like a Roddy Piper fan, and then it was kind of I was crushed. Yeah, you know, and then the, I was—I don't even know if I was crushed. I remember being upset because I believed it was real. Yeah, you know, that's how young I was at the time, and I was like, "This is awesome," and they really hate each other. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, and my and and my dad basically sat down for five minutes. And he said, "All this is just they're act, they're acting." But here's the thing: is like that's my acting career began. Like, then it's like here's the thing: is 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 they'll do that. Is adults will do that with kids with wrestling. But they won't do it with kids with Santa Claus. I agree. <laughs> yeah, but that's because they want kids to behave. Wrestling yeah. doesn't make them behave. But with Santa Claus, if you tell them Santa Claus isn't real, then what do you have on kids to make them behave? You're right. I never thought of that. I yeah. never thought about it. That, that Easter bunny, the fruit, tooth fairy, it's all just things to make kids behave. It's, it's like this, I feel fantasy. the same way about God, but we don't need to get into that. There's a whole other podcast. Whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> Are we do, oh, there's only one God in wrestling, and it's Vince McMahon. Oh, wow. He created all of Do you know that Trump was in wrestling? Yeah, Trump, Donald I, Trump is still in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, right, yeah. and um, uh, Vince McMahon's wife is now works for Trump. Well, the McMahons donated eight million dollars to Trump's um, oh campaign. God. Yeah, Donald and Vince are friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got that feeling. They wrestled each other. They had a hair versus hair match at WrestleMania. No, they didn't. And it was one of the highest grossing WrestleManias ever. And Vince McMahon lost, of course. And Donald so wait, Trump Donald shaved Trump's his head. Actually, wrestling. Donald Trump like, has he makes been a move. In, He's been in the wrestling ring. But, so he he no he managed the wrestler. Right. I was gonna say, did he actually yeah. fight or did he? No, no. But he's been in. I, he oh, Donald Trump has been stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, you know what? That's the only thing that makes me go. I mean, that's one of those things where I feel like Obama would have done that back in the day. You know, I feel like he's like he, mm, he do would you have my feet. Sorry. When when Jesse Ventura was governor of when Jesse Ventura was governor of Minnesota. Sorry, just making he, him give me a foot rub here. I know, I know. When when Jesse Ventura, uh, this is where the S and M comes into a play. S and M, and Steph on a Sunday, which is his day off. Yeah, uh, he went and refereed a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, and everybody was upset. You're like, you're the governor of Minnesota. I'm like, and it's my weekend. I yeah, can do whatever I want. Absolutely. If I want to make twenty, thirty thousand dollars refereeing a match. On a Sunday, I'll yeah. do that. Who's whose heart are you breaking that you're like, you know, doing something fun, getting paid for it? Yeah. It's his legacy. Well, Jesse Ventura will tell you the only thing more faker than wrestling is politics. Yeah. He ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. So well now he's yeah. he knows all the secrets. That's why he has this conspiracy <laughs> That's show. That's right. Which I love. I love it. We, we used to watch, we used to that watch all a the time. lot of Jesse Ventura conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. He hates that stuff. Every, I don't every hate time conspiracy I, theories. Every time I, just, I talk about it, I feel you like falling in love with man. No, I just like I you know I just can only hear so much about how the moon landing was fake in a day, and then you and my very good friend Curtis also believes the moon landing is fake. And it's, I never said it was fake. I just said I had questions. Yeah, I, I think questioning is fine. I, I love. Don't get me wrong. I love the JFK movie and you know conspiracies and stuff. Yeah. But I think Michelle sometimes wants me to watch things that are going to be about severe conspiracies, and and I just can't. I, I have to. I have to shy away sometimes. So we watch a lot of vegan documentaries now. Oh, <laughs> Stefan's on a vegan diet right now. Oh no! I'm not supposed to tell people, but thanks, now I'm telling everybody that's listening to the po- the podcast. I'm, I'm just. But I'm he's try- liking it. No, I'm not. You like that veggie burger, no, right? Oh, oh, yeah, because and you like everything burger. I make. But yeah. I'm trying to like. I want to lose a little weight, and it's it's like one of these things where Michelle's like, "We will lose. You will lose some weight in two weeks, three weeks, or something like that." Just by going on this diet, I said, "But I'm going back to meat, Michelle. I am." And it's like, I, honestly, it's quite. I find vegan food pretty tasty, but at some points, I don't know how to fend for myself. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the house yesterday, waiting for Michelle to come home, so she because I don't know how to make anything besides a banana. Because she'll make me something great, you know, but I'm going to use the wrong ingredient. I don't want to like disappoint her. So I said, I'll do this for like two weeks. Is there a vegan wrestler? 
There are lots of vegan wrestlers. Are there are vegan champions. Uh, CM Punk was vegan. Oh. Who's very famous. Uh-huh. Um, Daniel Bryan is vegan. Uh, uh, Austin Aries, I believe, is vegan. Uh, Vince McMahon frowns on the veganism. He's like, oh, I'm vegan. Oh, but you, you know? can, but there's like NFL players, though, that are vegan. Also, like you can put on muscle and be a vegan, right? Of course like, you yeah. can. You can do anything with protein shakes. True enough. Yeah. And- um, folks, that's pretty much our time today. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. And, uh, and I just want to, uh, uh, well, I'll ask you guys, where can we find you online? And, and uh, what, what, what do you have coming up next? Uh, top comic, top comic, top comic. You vote, gotta vote, vote. Vote for Michelle. I'm not, I know I sound, we sound ridiculous because, like, we're so close to her, but she is so damn funny. And oh, look she's at, like, you're not gonna, look at, she is in the semifinals of Top Comic right now, hoping to go on to the final. And if you make the semifinals, it's because you deserve to be there. And everybody that is in this contest is funny. Uh, except for maybe one person who I don't think is funny, <laughs> but Michelle will not agree with me, and I will not say who. Hilarious. And, uh, but other I, than that... I can't that, wait for people to ask me about that. But, I, other, yeah. but other than that, I think uh, everybody in that uh, showcase is funny. And uh, But however, only six move on and two wild cards as well. So eight move on, but six get voted in. I want Michelle to be a big star so that she can be sitting signing autographs and I can walk up behind and someone will go, are you Snake from Degrassi? I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's like... Like get him out of here! Yeah, <laughs> they totally like, kick you out. Kick me out! Yeah, <laughs> but she's she's awesome, and I hope that people you got to vote for her. you got to see her stuff because she's a, she is a star. Yeah. So Michelle, uh, what Twitter? Where are you on? What's Michelle's going on Twitter? Funny. Michelle is funny. No, Michelle's uh, Michelle's M I C H E L L E S funny. And uh, and Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. Instagram, you your dogs and Michelle's dog. Oh, tell us the name of your dogs, Michelle. Macho Man. Macho Man. And Shorty. And Shorty. Fantastic names. Uh, so you can find Michelle there. Stefan, yeah. where can we find you? Uh, I'm at uh, Stefan Brogren. Wait, is that my Twitter handle? At S-T-E-F-A-N-B-R-O-G-R-E-N. It's verified. It is <laughs> blue and check mark. Blue check mark. Check, and- check, check. On Instagram as well. I'm not on Facebook. Actually. I mean, I'm on Facebook. That's just for it's family private. and friends yeah. private. So, but but I am yeah. on uh, Instagram. And Twitter. I'm not going to take that personal. No. Uh, oh, and also right. though, we do have uh, the season four of the Grass Next Class will be on uh, Netflix all around the world uh, as of this podcast. Oh, fantastic! And uh, I'm super excited for it. I think it's one of the. Uh, I, I was really. I think last season, if you are a watcher of Next Class on Netflix or Family Channel, if you're in Canada, it's a, it's the best the show has been since Jurassic Junior High, and I think it continues this season. And I'm really excited for people to see it. Excellent. So check out Degrassi on those formats. Uh, folks, uh, thank you for uh, coming in, Stefan and Michelle. It was super fun. Uh, you know, I, I don't see you guys enough. Uh, I just saw them last week. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, thank you for coming on. Hey, you people out there uh, listening, um, uh, I know uh, it's not the regular show that we talked. We, talked to, we didn't talk about Raw. We didn't talk about SmackDown. We didn't talk much about wrestling, but there was enough wrestling to satisfy me, and I had two uh, great guests on, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, feedback, let us know. Um, like I said, you can hit us up at uh, Talking Wrestling on Twitter uh, at TNW Pod, uh, or you can uh, Talking Wrestling at Gmail. I think we're on Instagram. I set it up, uh, but I can't remember the password to get back in, so I'm not sure if it's mine because like, <laughs> eight people are already following me and I haven't put anything on. So, but uh, if it is, I might have another one. I don't know. I might have to figure that out. I'm working on that. Other than that, folks, thank you for joining us on Talking Wrestling. Uh, I'm your host, Casey Corbin. Uh, I've had a great time today. I hope you guys have. Uh, re, uh, re, uh, what is that? Rate, review, subscribe, and 
and uh, thank you uh, to NSN, uh, Never Sleeps Network, for having us on. You guys have been wonderful. We'll see you again. Join us next week when we'll be here talking wrestling. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.